0: Hey, hey, hey everyone, welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really ask for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bali here's a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist.
1: Mm. And we're here to give you our professional. Professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race, UK versus the world 2 electric boogaloo. What?
0: <laughs> so a, let's raise a glass a and start spilling. GNT. Tom, you're going off
1: script. I went off
0: script. Everyone, welcome back to the RuPaul Dragon Race live podcast review. You. you know exactly how it's done. We watch it in segments with fresh eyes, giving you our uh, immediate reactions, our feelings, our thoughts. Mm. Um, Instinctive,
1: because, intuitive. Because you need to know. Because <laughs> so, you but you're, di- you're asking for it. You're, you're dying, dying for, for it. it. <laughs> yes.
0: not um, the time, the psychiatrist, me, the superstar performer, <laughs> of um, course. in a past life. But you know what? I've got these experiences. I've got these, mm-hmm. you know, these life
1: lessons that I've learned through performing. You know what they say? Once a performer, always, always, always
0: a, always performer. a performer.
1: Yes. So I, I yes. just want
0: to give you guys a little insight on how to feel when we
1: see performances, <laughs> because. <laughs> You don't know how to feel Mm. No, no, No. well you're here to educate people (laughs) You educate me every day Um, How are you doing today? Oh Tom, you know what, I have a bit of days All the bitter here Yeah all the better
0: now for podcasting, watching Drag Race, you know, our happy place. And just absorbing the energy of these wonderful queens. And the vibes. Yes. Now, we've already seen the beginning of it, but let's have a little thing about last week. It's so yeah. funny because we did, as, while we were waiting for the episode to air, we did watch uh, last week. We rewatched be- it. Yeah, the yeah. intro. Yeah. And it is so funny to see <laughs> Mayhem Miller. Everyone go back and watch. Mayhem Miller does not know. a think she does not know. <laughs> Any of these girls, it was very, in, very funny. You know, she she was like, Oh, who's,
1: who's there? The, the only roses you knew were Scarlett, I, I, I think. I just about, I just think. about. My, She's my- like, You look familiar. <laughs> it was so so funny, like th- like these American queens just don't watch international seasons. Let's be serious. May- Let's keep it real. Mayhem went on her season and stopped watching.
0: <laughs> she did a baby. She did a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she, she <laughs> won Drag <degree laughs> Stop and stopped watching.
1: My f- like when Um Rancha and Charitha were there, she was like, "Oh, how how, how do you how do you guys know each other?" And they're, they're like, oh, you know, I'm yeah. Spanish, and she, she's been yeah. on. She's Spanish, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, okay, that's the accent then. That's okay, nothing. you're." so you're both
0: so you're both from jaguar to spania (laughs) no oh no you're from from UK. okay
1: yeah 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 it's it's hilarious my absolute favorite result when um especially the uk girls were going mad when gothy came in because it's like yes you know that she's she's a bit of a mascot for the whole series she's the pork chop of the uk uk girls were like yes gothy kendall gothy kendall and mayhem was like who's this who's (laughs) Who's this um
0: Like, she looks nice. Sure. I'm not even sure she she recognized Raven. Let's be honest. <laughs> like she was just like, who are these people? Is this not Drake? Am I? Am I, th- I, lost? I think
1: that's the one person she did recognize. And they they're kikiing now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So don't feel too bad for Mayhem. She's having a lovely kiki with her friend Raven.
0: Marina Summers has started off this competition with a bang. She is she's oh. she she walked in amazing. She wants she she came in with that knife. She was like, no, no more, no more colonisers. I've had it. I have had. It. I'm a Filipina.
1: She's she's fab, isn't she? Killer instinct, loads of talent. Um, she's really got her eyes on that crown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yes. She's saying to Precious Paula, "You're not the only one." With a crown in the Philippines. I am gunning for this crown.
0: And this is an international crown.
1: Oh, absolutely. This is an All Stars crown, mama. Yeah. This is, this is. is I'm going to be queen of the world. (laughs) Knocking that blue hydrangea off her perch.
0: Mm, Gosh, the audacity of, who was it on the Bring Back My Girls, Mm -hmm. the the
1: host? Uh, T.S. Madison. Madison, Mm
0: -hmm. When she asks, um, (laughs) people are saying that you got their crown by default. And like she, and you can just tell by the way that she said it. Yeah. You can tell by the way that T S Madison said it. It was a question, mm-hmm. but it was almost a statement as well. I
1: I uh, think Blue is probably really fed up of that line of of questioning, isn't she? Because it was it was such a well, it was really all over the place. The I I for one enjoyed U K versus the World one mainly because of the cast of characters, but it was all over the place with front runners being sent home so early it was one of those top fours where it's a bit like oh the people i expected to get here aren't here um it was weird to me (laughs) it was it was it
0: was it it had its moments but i think when jimbo
1: and pangina Mm -hmm. left and then then Janie JK, who was the other front runner, she had two wins. I, you know what?
0: I would have thought if anyone
1: who mm. was left to win, it would have been Bagger Chip. Bagger felt like the instinctive choice. We enjoyed Bagger a lot, and she gave one of the best snatch games ever on UK versus an absolute masterclass. She
0: is memorable. Listen here, I, I need to say this: mm-hmm. when you look through, when you look back on UK versus the
1: world, mm-hmm. you think about what are the memorable moments. Is blue hydrangea in any of them? It's it's a, you pose a good question. You do pose a good question. Besides sending home Pangina, it's, I can't I can't see. It, it, it's, a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because Snatch Game, it was Bagger. Although well, really was top two, wasn't she? And then the, in the design challenges, it was like Jimbo and Janie in the rusical Pangina. Yeah, uh, in yes. the talent show, Pangina. Just like all those like really great moments, the standout moments did feel like they came from other queens. Yeah, so not to discredit Blue as an artist because she is fabulous. Yeah, um, but to discredit her, <laughs> but yeah. to fully, it's a fully stripper of her but, crown. But to shit on her, <laughs> to shit on her and her whole journey and her whole experience <laughs> and her family. No, um, yeah, yeah, I I, 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 would imagine it's frustrating, and all she got was that, um. That, that that track with Rue that's not even on our playlist. I don't even know it. It's not even on our playlist. Is it, we listen to drag race music in the car all the time. Tom, is it still up? Is it still up? I think so. Does it still exist or Ru, has she Ru taken it, asked, it down? Rue might have asked. Uh, I mean, Blue might have asked them to pull it. She was like, just take it down. Just just pull the plug. It never happened. It never happened. I'm so happy to see,
0: first of all, Gotti. Still with us in this <laughs> work room. We're seeing them walk in, we have seen Gothy, and there's just this lovely light and this happiness that she's made it to the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. just so cute how she said, Oh, her mom will be proud. I know, yeah. I'm just like,
1: oh. There's something very endearing about Gothy Candle. She seems like a sweet, sweet young lady. I want
0: you to be sweet, but now I
1: want you to be ferocious. Yes. Now,
0: yeah, now I want you to just kill it. Channel really. that
1: tiger, Gothy. We want to hear Which roar. one?
0: The one from Wizard of Oz? The one that doesn't have a heart? <laughs> oh. The, the courage? He doesn't have courage?
1: Oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. That was
0: in Davis as well. on, Parama. him on. He's very
1: brave, actually, wasn't he? He's
0: really brave. True, very brave. I'm, I'm really glad they got these still here. La um, Grande um, also chose Mayhem Miller to go home as well, which I feel, you know, after
1: having a week i think we both agreed in it in the moment as well but, we but I, I think that that was the right choice i mean mayhem's an icon there's no taking that away from her she's an icon of the la scene um but when it comes to drag race something happens in terms of the way that she connects with the game i think nerves and confidence and expectations take over and it's played off as i'm not taking this seriously something like that um but she objectively gave the worst performance in the talent show and it was it was her third chance and Gothy hasn't had the same level of T V exposure. Mm. So I think both factors played in Gothy's favour.
0: I, I am happy to see Gothy mm. still here. I w want,
1: I wanna see more. Having rewatched it, like <laughs> I A Hill I Will Die On is I don't really think she should have been in the bottom two. Um, she played with fire i think that counts for something even her little surprised face when it worked at the end um that's worrying to me i know but it was cute uh, wasn't it? The, 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 oh. <laughs>
0: I, oh, i was like girl what, what was the rehearsals like that's great she's like oh oh that that was cool <laughs> wasn't that cool everyone did, did, you, th- did you guys just see k- what i did kind of impressed myself <laughs> That's <laughs> a bit scary.
1: Very endearing. Yeah. Very endearing. Yeah,
0: you're going to blow up the whole stage mm. uh, at this. No. Yes. Um, I didn't put her to be in the bottom mm. at all. And I, I want to say this. I, I Going back, Hannah should have been in the top. They've got Charitha in the top. Now, this is my theory. They want they wanted someone from the UK to be in the top. And they, and Charitha was the
1: best of the girls that were there. So they gave it to her. I, I do think that that's what should have gone to Hannah. Uh, we were impressed with Hannah, definitely. Yeah, and we said that on the day. Yeah, Not that Teresa did fab, she definitely did. Just it felt like a, a solid top three, Marina, Hannah and LGD.
0: Mm. Mm. Now, um, I want to go through, we didn't usually go through mini challenges and things, but I do want to go through this mini challenge because I thought it was fun and cute. These are the best sorts of mini challenges. Yeah. So they, it was like a mirror, mirror, who was the something of all. Basically, they're giving out, you know, the prettiest, et cetera, et cetera. The first one was, who do the queens vote as the
1: fairest, the prettiest? Tom, who would you choose? I would probably say Marina or LGD. I would have said Tia.
0: Yes, what gorgeous wow. girl. Wow. Gorgeous girl. Wow, Tom, why do you hate her so much? <laughs> why do you hate Tia?
1: I love and celebrate her every okay. day.
0: No, I would have said Marina or La Grande Arm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they all chose
1: Marina Summers. Congratulations, Marina. Then the next one was, who was the shadiest? Now, who do you think the shadiest is? This is quite a nice cast. There's nobody villainous here. So when I say shady, I'm thinking of somebody who is good at throwing fun shade. And so I would actually say Tia or Hannah.
0: Yeah, mine. Mine the same. Uh, Hannah Conda and Tea Coffee. And everyone voted Hannah.
1: Fair dues, Nice, Fair dues. nice. Yeah. It's a compliment, Hannah. It just means that you're you're funny and good and witty. That's it. Let's like, take it as that's a compliment. She, she took it as I just
0: think I'm funny, and, you, <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. You are, girl. Okay, that, that's what shady means. Yeah, funny. Mm-hmm. You know when you you know how our bully always thinks that they, oh we're just joking, mm-hmm. but the the, the victim is like no you traumatized my life. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's what. That, that's what you're doing, Hannah. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up, babes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next is who was the mightiest. Who was the biggest competition? Now it's episode two. This is easy. Just just say the one who's got to win.
1: I, that's what I would have thought. I, win, Marina, or who comes in there with a great track record as mm. well? Okay, you can go on some reputational aspects. You could. There. So you know, Hannah, La Grande, Marina, Kita. So they all chose Marina, with
0: a close runner-up being La Grande Dame and Hannah. Now, it's for me, I find it interesting that they all voted Hannah in, seeing that I thought she should have been in the top last mm-hmm. week, and I mm-hmm. wonder if they think as well that she was strong competition mm-hmm. without being in the top. So that's what they're seeing. So that's what I'm like, this is really cool because, you know what, the top three was actually La Grande Dame, Marina... And Sharitha. So yeah. I, if anyone else was up there, I would have thought it would have been Sharitha May, but she wasn't. It confirms
1: a bit of what we thought. It does. It? Yeah.
0: The last one is, who was the neediest, basically Baroness Basic? Oh. And they need to leave Tia alone. <laughs> leave Tia alone. Alone. Get her name out your <laughs> goddamn mouth.
1: I think with this, like... I think everybody's actually presented themselves beautifully so far this season. Last week's runway was really, really strong. Everybody looked really polished. Agreed, agree. Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, so I think you kind of got to go more on reputation and what's gone before yeah. than what they're currently presenting.
0: Good thing Mames are here, because she's like, I don't, I don't know how any of you did in your seasons. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> I bet your Scarlet's the same. I bet yeah. your Scarlet's like... I, um no, I can only judge you from what I've seen here <laughs> yeah. and what I can see in the workroom. I'm sorry, um, but I just need to say this. Can you just imagine this coming up? Who who was whose drag is you know is the neediest? I can just imagine being La Grande Dame right now, <laughs> who is just. A fashion. She's Mm. she she is fashion. But is she fashion? She's fashion. But is she fashion? And just being so confident that her names not going to come up. Can you imagine being her right now? Go. It's not going to be me. I'm safe. And there's other (laughs) girls. There's other (laughs) girls. They're going. Please don't choose me. Please. I mean, Tia. Tia would not recover from this. (laughs) She would not recover. Now. The winner of this is Arancha, who you know who takes it and accepts it with grace, which is what you know. What yes, this is, grace this is Arancha, this is Arancha through and through, and we and we love her for that. Yeah. But jombo has got three votes in her face because remember oh. she's a fashion girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a fashion girl, and she got three votes, and her her face was she
1: was displeased. Displeased. She wanted it. I thought she was going to ask for the manager. <laughs> Girl, that, that face. I think there's a couple of things at play here. I think, like, I think rancho was kind of secure that, like, her runway look last week was one of the most beautiful. She looked really, really gorgeous in her traditional Spanish outfit. And she doesn't market herself as a fashion queen. She just happens to brought some beautiful looks, you know. Jumpers does market herself as a fashion queen, and I think she's really invested in her glow up fashion wise this season. So I think she found that to be quite an affront. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And, yeah. and her face told that story. She, it told her, it well. told her that. Yeah, yeah. So this week, you know, after that, great, great, great. We got the winners. Congratulations to all of the, um, the successful recipients of these awards. Mm-hmm. It is the happy ending ball. Wow. It is a ball, Tom. It's a I ball. know you're excited.
1: Yes, very we much. all so you love know how I a love good ball. <laughs> I love sports. Any kind of ball games. That's a Foot game, rugby. Three, three fairy tale looks.
0: First look, Lady Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. So you know a twisted take on a fairy tale hero. Uh-huh. The second is a shivul queen, which is something wicked. You know, think um, Maleficent. Mm, think, it should be the archetype. Think Ursula. Ooh. I think who else who else is a the evil
1: queen from Snow White
0: yes yeah yes her too mm-hmm. yes oh yeah I mean there's lots, there's lots and then the last one is drags to riches eleganza using the scraps of fabrics provided they need to create a ball gown fits for a princess beautiful and that's it these are the three looks that they have to I mean the, the first two looks they bring the last one they need to create tom going going on these girls
1: seasons Uh you know take a trip back who do you think's gonna do well here and who do you think's gonna struggle so let me think because i did have a little think earlier today about their previous ball performances i don't know if we've got any winners so i'm thinking balls and design challenges we've got a couple of queens who've been high in design challenges for hannah in the debut episode of season two of Down Under. Mm-hmm. She, they made things that are natural materials. Um, Grand Dame was high in her ball. And Marina in Philippines season two, they had two construction challenges and she was high in the second one. That was like a shopping themed um, challenge that to make their second look. Um, somebody who I think has never been high, but is a real threat here is Scarlet Envy. Scar- Why? Scarlet has been hideously underrated in the three design challenges that she's been in i think so she the first episode of season 11 there's a design challenge she made a red dress um based on violet chachki they had to do from a boxman of the queen sorry i
0: just got a flashback to the untucked yeah for that for that red
1: dress, but they're pointing out the holes,
0: and they point out all of the holes That's and all of the fun. little things.
1: But she still looked good, if you ask me. Okay. So, okay, that might be not the best example, but in the monster ball, I
0: mean, I mean, like you know, what as long as it looks good on the main stage. I yeah. mean, we when, when when I think about um Alaska and yeah. her candy floss outfit, looked amazing on the stage, and <laughs> yes. it fell
1: it fell apart the second she was backstage. I get secondhand anxiety whenever I watch that scene because she <laughs> she starts screaming. And she goes, literal chunks are falling off my costume. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in the monster ball, she did like a creature from the Black Lagoon kind of face, keeny, slinky dress thing, which I think is one of the best looks there that was made. Where she was really robbed, if you ask me, was the blue ball in All-Star 6 when she made a really gorgeous blue tulle fishtail gown that she could have brought nobody would have known she did a fantastic job and she was safe it just felt really really unfair so i'm kind of rooting for Scarlett today because i know she's got the skills mm-hmm. and i wanted to be recognized um kita Minaj, did, did she she was safe but i liked her look it was like a bowie-esque Kansai yamamoto okay. in the glamping glamping materials yep. remember yep. just to trot through the others um Gavi Kendall has never got this far. No, bless her. It was a fashion challenge, but not a construction challenge. This is
0: essentially her first time doing Drag Race. Should we talk? Let's a- be real. I know. I know. <laughs> she's she's experiencing everything for the first
1: time, and I just want her to have a lovely time. Yeah, I just want everybody to everyone's take everyone's been take care there, care done
0: that, got the t-shirt, yeah. you know. And she's like, "Okay, how? Do, wow, what's this like?" <laughs> so, can you, Michelle? Can you repeat that one more time? Uh-huh, uh-huh. We have to create a costume from these scraps, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got that. Oh, this new and exciting, isn't it, guys?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never done that before. Should we think about who's in danger, girl? Just, I've got my little notes here And for Gothi I've written No evidence <laughs> But um
0: Nothing Just nothing of the sort Yeah Just nothing of the sort
1: We've got a couple of girls Who've been low jumpers In the bingo No she better do Where and, there was And the, that green uh, with, black with black pepper Yeah So she didn't actually lip sync Black pepper lip synced You could have picked either of them really It was a nice concept But too complex And they didn't have enough time To do all that lattice work um Charitha was low in the great outdoors construction challenge with her lovely little outfit with the owl and everything do you remember that fab story i thought that was unfair i wouldn't have put her there um but tia lip-synced and another green look uk girls wearing green don't do it girls it's cursed um in a kind of 80s inspired uh, kind of faintly whitney whitney houston-ish and that green
0: yeah I'm walking in the one way with green materials that is on my body
1: <laughs> sort of a garment um so she sent Astina Mandela home that day okay and just to recap who else we've got that's pretty much everybody covered I Arantxa? think Arancho was safe she did like a competent little two-piece thing and the, the, the her debut episode was a sewing challenge so I remember Macarena got sent home by poopy so you're saying that
0: Scarlet Envy is going to do well, and Mar- no, Scarlet Envy, La Grande Dame,
1: and Marina, Marina, and potentially Hannah. Th- this is what the evidence that we have tells us. The data, the data, data. Yeah. Okay, but
0: you know what? These queens have they've grown, they've evolved. You know, they've they've processed their trauma, mm-hmm. and hopefully they've they've gone in and learned from it. Especially if they come back to All Stars. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Alright, so I think we can go straight to
1: the runway because how many looks are we gonna be getting? It's gonna be three times ten, which is thirty. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your math is better got than mine. Thirty looks to go
0: through, thirty looks to appreciate and to love. Let's get into it. We've made it all the way to the maxi stage. Now, for those who are brand new to RuPaul's Drag Race, this is where we get to see the performances of the maxi Challenge
1: from our queens here. Because I reckon we've got listeners who've never seen Drag Race. Yeah. You know, obviously. So you've just stumbled upon this podcast
0: (laughs) and decided I'm going to keep listening. You just
1: like the look of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the category is... Well, first category is Lady Prince Charming. Okay, so I guess I'm thinking Fairytale Prince's androgyny, mm. um, maybe a blend of genders. Okay, you know, I'm that... thinking Fifi O'Hara, um, All Stars. Remember that Prince Princess kind, kind of, look? of kind of. I mean, that was two looks in one, but I, I'm thinking kind of like a tr- like. A blending of masculine and feminine elements in one look so maybe a little bit you know we've just we're watching season 16 uh for example nymphia's blue boy and q's uh, man ah. in the moon that kind of thing
0: Man on the moon.
1: Man on the moon. Okay, first up, we got Hannah Conda. Talk to me. <laughs> Hannah makes me smile in this look because she's really, really camping it up. So she's giving me just like this spoiled camp prince with his lovely wavy red hair. The, the clash of patterns textures and colors is just very entertaining to me I, I can tell it's intentional but like this cerise pink with this chartreuse cape and these like golden pantaloons uh this is a lot of fun it's very enjoyable all those colors that you you sh- chartreuse cerise yeah yeah it's fashion look it up sorry you know girl. i'm not here i'm, I'm not i here barlow this, this is not like we didn't speak in colors
0: on this podcast. It, it, it's not yellow. It's lemon sherbet. <laughs> thank you very much. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's a
1: crafty fun look. She looks like she's having fun as well, doesn't she? And she's
0: performing it in a fun way. Yeah. So therefore, we you know we understand that it's fun. This we- lovely pink blouse with that tanned pants and yeah. the the emerald green yeah. off green cape no, and then the hat chartres. Chartres. and then the hat i mean it's just you know what the face looks
1: like a wrestler that's, yeah, a, that's yeah, a wrestler yeah. face isn't it she's giving some like old school 80s wrestler is it fashion or fashion? i think it's just really cute and calm okay she's not exactly you know like Serving oak couture. It's a camp look. Yeah. Next up, we got Jomber's blonde. What do you think? So, is this girl who wears her fashion references on her sleeve. And there is a real nod to Vivian Westwood here. So, I'm seeing this pompadour um, hair, this kind of farmer's check um, and they, these these ruffles, this kind of white lacy shirt. Um, it's all coming together to quite an effective look, I think. She's camping it up. She's taking me to an era. She's, there's this, with a lot of Vivian Westwood, there is this nod. Inspired. <laughs> Inspired. Yeah, and she's wearing it with gratitude. <laughs> gratitude. Okay, thank you. Melinda Verga. Is now forever. She associated. lives on. She
0: will forever live on. Yeah. I like this. I look. think this
1: is cute. She's working it well. A lot of um kind of like eighties, Vivian Westwood, the kind of stuff that Adam and the Ants wore. Like there's this big nod to um the the seventeenth uh, century, the eighteen hundreds, that kind of Regency era. Tom, uh, yeah, this is fashion. This is cute. It's a really nice look.
0: Jamba, and she's coming with a vengeance because she, she was pressed. She, it came up again in the workroom, and she did it in like that very that really like fun, fun way. Like, ah, oh my god, are you are you on the topic?
1: Who did you vote for me? And then people are like, ha ha ha, we don't really. Know that you do like, no, really. Who voted for me? <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no,
0: seriously. Production, um, stop production. Raise
1: your hand mm-hmm. if you voted for me now, and it turned out. It was her sisters, Gothy and Charitza, who chucked her under the big red London bus. Who was the other one? Uh, someone else, but the important Marina. Things, it was Marina. Marina, yeah, yeah. But the UK alliance, which has been a big theme today, because like. Tia's trying to mash all the troops, but right, we need a meeting. Right, can everybody just set up Microsoft Teams and get online? We need a meeting. I'm sending everyone a room meeting.
0: Get everyone on mute. Everyone on mute, I'm
1: talking. <laughs> Look around, everybody, on you' mute. Very, like, you're trying to mash all the troops, but they feel like a bit of a ragtag, disorganized band who don't really have their game plan together. And these big fish are going to take them out of the pond if they're not careful. Yeah? Okay. metaphors, yeah, yeah. Okay. But that
0: fish is going to grow legs and drag <laughs> them out of the pond. He says, "Tom, you heard it here first.
1: That fish going to become an amphibian." Arancha kistila la mancha. So, instantly recognizable as a David Bowie inspired look. Um so there's a blend of different bits here. So the the look itself, the dungarees and the the blouson that she's wearing very much derived from the rebel rebel Uh, music video and performance i don't know who the designer was i don't think it was kansai Yamamoto. the hair the red the style is very much jareth from labyrinth and the the rebel rebel look because that was his halloween jack era he had an eye patch it's like do something outrageous get an eye patch all that but she's put the aladdin sane Lightning flash of it. So she's blending different Bowie eras, but just so she's really good use of the iconography, and I, I enjoy this look a lot. Great. So the red dungarees, the that patch, eye patch. And the style the of the hair. The style from of three the wig, that looks.
0: orange wig that's mm-hmm. very David Bowie. Yep. Kind of like rock. And then what about that zebra black and white?
1: Th- that's in line with the Rebel Rebel music video look. Yeah. Is this lady. What was the category? Lady Princess? It's a liberal use. It's a lib- it's a, well, do you know what? She's serving androgyny. L- who's Lady m- Prince Charming? Who's more androgynous than David Bowie, uh, unless there's a pun that I'm missing or a song title that I'm missing, because Prince Charming is actually an Adamant song. It's one of the first things of have mind. It, it's a, a, a liberal use of the theme. Yeah. A um, liberal use of the theme.
0: Okay. My question to you is this, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, who was it? Pineapple. Pineapple. Pineapple book. It was my brother uh, book. Yeah, go. Would, what would she say? Because, she, you know, she sticks to categories. Would she say this
1: is in the category? Yes or no? What was it? Twisted take on a fairy tale hero. No. Yeah, not in category. Yeah,
0: that, that's a nice thing. I, okay. I like I the look. I love the inventiveness, you But that's in the category. Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah. I had to, I'm sorry, Tom. I had to be that person.
1: No, and I'm glad that one of us is. Thank you. One or else people are just wearing whatever they want or whatever category. Okay, tea or coffee? So uh, this is, I mean, she says it's a glow up from her Robin Hood look from a hometown episode because she's from Nottingham, isn't she? But it's very Katniss Everdeen, isn't it? From, Ab- absolutely. I see Katniss. From, uh, which she does mention, obviously. I like it and I like the reference, but the fit is a bit off, no? It's a bit baggy. Around the arms, the legs. Katniss wore like a a tight cat suit, didn't she? Mm Mm-hmm. So like, I love the hair, I love the makeup, and I love the the overall reference and the look. Um, I guess the the bagginess could be an intentional choice, but I think it would have looked a little better skin tight. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a good look. It's a good look. it It is, but on theme, Prince Charming...
0: Like Robin Hood Again. was a
1: folk law hero. He wasn't a prince. Twisted take on a fairy tale hero. Okay, it's on He's theme. Fairy tale. It's yeah, a yeah, fairy yeah. tale. Yeah, there we go. You, you did it, dear. Don't worry. Don't worry, girl. We got you. We got you.
0: Um, but uh, however, um, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's good.
1: That's good. La grande. Oh, she looks so good. I love this so much. Um, this, this, the tailor The Bold, cerulean, uh, the gold elements, just the way that she's camping it up and just being like stereotypically French.
0: How would you describe this look? It looks like a train conductor. It's a train
1: conductor, yeah. So I guess you could argue about the theme, unless there's a French fairy tale with there a train it is. conductor. There it, is. it must be, it must be. She mentions some uh couture elements like Gautier and Schiaparelli, and you can absolutely see that, particularly in the bust, obviously... Uh, Gautier was a big proponent of the the iconic cone bra. And Schiaparelli, it's it's found its way into many of their designs as well. So... The look, I just love. I just think this is gorgeous. And we're going to assume that it's lost
0: in translation. Yeah. And that there is a... There's a French there's fairy a tale French, about her A train conductor. Train conductor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: From the Regency era. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what? You know, I, I have to say, what I love about La Grande Dame is that she is an obvious model mm. in drag. She is... You know, she is a fashion queen, and she is beautiful, beautiful. She's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, but she plays against that Mm -hmm. that that type, and that kind of makes her more endearing. And it's so much easier to love love a a a, you know a beautiful figure Mm -hmm. when they're not so unapproachable yeah when they Do you know can what I be mean? silly yeah when they can be silly and you can relate to that and you're like oh it, it's something there's something humbling about her performance yeah. being such a supermodel but also being silly and stupid mm-hmm. yeah so I, I
1: really enjoy that with it about her next up we got Scarlett envy so scarlet comes out in a kind again a very androgynous i guess kind of like a a, a greco-roman hero uh very battle-worn uh lots of distressed elements there's an asymmetry to the armor um the storyline is fun uh i I, w- I think i would like like maybe a little bit more grandeur in some elements of the execution maybe uh and in terms of like references it's given me that was it 2006 Dior Haute Couture by Galliano with the asymmetric armor it's given me a little bit of that okay um So this is cute. This is cute. I think I want a bit more grandeur. I, to my eyes,
0: I don't, I don't, it's not to my taste. Mm -hmm. I love Scarlet. This is not for me. There's something I just need a bit more of somewhere. This is not for... for, You know what? It looks like, you know when you're a little kid Mm -hmm. and you're playing around with your brothers and you get like a towel and you put it around you and you put another towel on your head Mm -hmm. and you drape a scarf over. That's what I... It it evokes that very
1: childhood kind of nostalgia to me. I think something that would elevate it a lot is if the cape was full length. However, I believe the reference point, they would have like a half cape. So... That's what that's about, I think. Okay, next up we got Kita Minaj. I think Scarlet's a little unlucky that Kita came out right after her because it's a really similar concept. But I think and it's better executed. Yeah, it. I
0: yeah. I don't know what this reference is. All I can say is that this is magnificent. This is sexy. That silver. Yeah, with, with the touches of that pink ruffle. What is
1: this? How do, how would you well, describe this? It's, it's just gorgeous. She's she's the there's the armor, but also kind of like the through-through. Prince, kind of like ruffled, almost like a a prince from Versailles or somewhere, right? So she's blended those two elements. So there's the hard and the soft, but she's also got similar asymmetric armor, distressed elements. She's been to battle, but this is just very, very well executed. And I think Keita's done a fantastic job here. Even
0: the wig, uh, and and the pink, kind of going through the the we the wig. It's just everything about this is just amazing it's It's the flourishes like
1: it's fashion like the length of the train the full length armored boots Mm. it just the details are there it's very good exactly okay gothy kindle i think this is cute okay and i think i'm gonna have a bias in favor of gothy so i might as well call myself out on it now, but I think this is cute. So she's got the ermine, she's got this sort of um, kind of Elizabethan coat and the the corset. And I really like the the pattern. It's almost like a William Morris sort of pattern. So it reminds me of Victor and Rolf's New Royals collection and i think this is a really cute look some elements could maybe be a little bigger like i might like it if the bow on the back was just a little bigger but i i do think i do think it's a reference to new royals because there's the sash and there's the ermine and the the deep patterns i like this I have, that jacket is fierce it's really the corset cute. Is yeah gorgeous yeah
0: She's, oh my God, like, I don't... She's doing that thing with, you know, when you're a little kid and yeah. then you're like, go show us your muscles. And uh-huh, they just like, uh-huh. they keep showing uh-huh. it. And like, I think they asked for it once and then she just kept on giving. She's like, they, are you like that? Act- Here you go. yeah, they you keep wanna- on asking yeah, for it Yeah, though, Yeah, so. I'll, I'll be a puppet. Just give me another week. Okay, give her another week. Give her another
1: week. Give, give, her, her, another another week. Week. <laughs> give her another week. I th- I really love it. One small suggestion. Different shoe. Okay. Different, the, the shoe's a bit neither here nor there those shoes those shoes those it's, shoes it's power here now Marina I think she looks really stunning and gorgeous in this aquatic look with the chiffon again maybe something lost in translation is there a Filipino we're gonna have to we're assume. gonna have to assume yeah that she's a prince from a, an aquatic prince from a Filipino folktale or legend she's
0: wearing this equamarine flowy material Tom does she fall out of this turn she, she, she did. She did, she, she did. Stumbled I, even I that. spotted that. Yeah, she stumbled yeah. out of that. Track. Girl, don't. we know you can dance. <laughs> we know you can dance. You, you don't have to do this, especially when you've got all this material that you can trip up That's on. That's it.
1: There's so much material in That's what heels. it is. But um, really gorgeous look. Beautifully performed. Elvis, little nod to Elvis with the hair. This is good. She's like a jellyfish. Yeah. A it's
0: jellyfish a bit- with all this blue and this beautiful translucent material and
1: equamarine it's almost it's, a bit iris van herpen actually oh, in one I, of her aquatic collections i can see that i can see that mm. tom yeah i'm aware of iris I, yeah i know her she's a friend Cheritha may so Cheritha is giving us a nod to a spanish matador with also a touch of salvador dali with the curly tash and that sort of thing i think this is a really cute look um I I just love the details and the ruffles um, and all the details down the leg. Uh, I I just think this is cute, and she performed it well. And she's certainly serving some sort of Spanish matador folklore hero. Look at that. And there's an androgyny there. Who's the performer here? You're right.
0: No, it's you. It's (laughs) you, Tom. Own it. Okay, so the second category is Sheeval. So it's basically like, you know, the bad ma. You know,
1: and we got Hannah Conda. So th- this feels like classic Hannah to me. This is like a very, very lovely, um, gorgeous dress, very beautifully presented. There's the kind of is it like a slatey blue? The um, uh, the kind of silken dress underneath with this gorgeous kind of embellished overcoat with the the puff sleeves, the collar, almost a bit Chanel. You know, Chanel the drag queen. I mean, not the brand. You can see Chanel in this. Tom, this is gorgeous. Really beautiful. In the words of Nicole, she looks expensive. I would rob her. (laughs) And that mug... You know, she never misses. She she can't. She doesn't know how to. She doesn't, she doesn't know how to misapply or misapplicate, as she would say.
0: Oh, lovely. So Jombra's block. Jombra's just kicked it up a notch. Jombra's Jombra's is wearing her great. finale look. She's like, I don't care what. She's wearing her finale look. She's like, no, no they want to vote me as the neediest. I'm going to show
1: them. This is going to fit the theme and I will make it fit the theme. So she makes reference to Mugler and I can see a bit of that, you know, the iconic Mugler flame bodice. You know, but that looks very executive realness. Whereas this is an amplified. She looks like Hella, um, from uh Loki and Thor, right? Mm-hmm. With the headpiece, I wouldn't be surprised if that this was made by Bunny Bfly, who has made a lot of pieces for the girls and is from Drag Race Thailand season one. It's very in her style. I'll be keen to see who made it, but that's probably my not my favorite because her her Dior Galliano chiffon white thing has a special place in my heart, but one of my favourite Jomba's looks ever. I agree. It's amazing. Arancha, Castilla La Mancha. Really, really cute and a very cute concept here because she's serving a kind of gownified version of Regina George with the classic iconography of the little bit dramatic sweater, the burn book on the cape on her back, the big pen. This is very, very cute. This is cute. that's, I think that is the word for
0: it, cute. Yeah. But- I would have loved to seen a dark side to Arantxa mm-hmm. because, you know, everything is quite... And she did explain it. everything about her is quite, like, pink and, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, poppy. And she did explain in the walkthrough with Michelle about yeah. the reason that her drag tends to be quite, you know... in the 2000s because um she's trying to she's reliving her teen years because she didn't get to have them yeah because she didn't transition until later in life and that was such a really sweet moment and uh, yeah you you think about it and you're like oh that it makes makes sense sense, doesn't it
1: and it it, it makes sense that she would embrace a 2000s movie like mean girls Mm. i think the concept is there. The concept's very clever, actually. Think of an evil queen, Regina George. Even her name, Regina, is queen, isn't it? Um, the look is very, very nice, very well put together. Unfortunately, visually, it doesn't necessarily translate as an instant evil queen look. But that's my only criticism because she does look lovely. Because as she had come
0: out really committed to just being regina Mm -hmm. with a regina look i think that would have been that would have fit the category
1: because she is evil i remember reading a bit about the costume design from mean girls and it was very intentional to give regina a pink soft color palette in contrast to her devilish personality it was almost like a mask that she was wearing take out the mask duncan So, Tia is serving her tribute to Cherry Valentine, which we heard her speak about in the workroom. And
0: I see it immediately. Totally. it red latex, Mm -hmm. kind of like skin tight, with that amazing, in the red. This, for me,
1: screams Cherry Valentine. It does, because Cherry Valentine did have that edgy gothic sultry mistress of the dark vibe about her and the the moment in the workroom where Tia was describing her desire to pay tribute to her it was really, really I got choked up watching her because she was so understandably emotional to think about her friend who has died um, this is a really beautiful tribute, and it's one of the best I've ever seen Tia look on the runway. And so it feels like a very fitting, lovely tribute to her friend. This is gorgeous. Mm. I agree. I love this look, Tia. Just makes you think of, I mean, Cherry's death was a loss to the world, but such a really acute, painful loss to her season two sisters. They were a very bonded group of queens, I think. And it's, it must just be such a horrible trauma for them all. La Grande Dame. So this is really cool. And I'm going to ask you, who does this remind you of, this setup with the arm stilts? Uh, I'm going to say it reminds me of Bindala. No. No, and Evie Oddly. Evie did something like this, but I'm thinking Onyx, Hispania Season 2. And Onyx. Yeah. But sorry, I also
0: gave great answers.
1: You did. Well done. Thank because
0: you. do you not remember um, Evie Oddly's... I
1: do, but Onyx did it first. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry, got excited. This is cool. I, I love any reference. So I think specifically she's making reference to the Xenomorph Queen from... The Alien franchise, mm-hmm. which I love, I'm a huge fan of that franchise. Love the design of those creatures, all derived from H.R. Geiger's work. Um, I can see the reference because I'm such a stickler for the design and such a fan of those series. Obviously, some of the details are a little off. Definitely, like the kind of the Alien mask and stuff. However, overall, this is a fab, audacious presentation and very, very memorable. Absolutely, yeah. Scarlet Envy. This is gorgeous. This is just a really, really beautiful, instantly feels like an evil queen look. What do you think? Yeah. This is just regal. Really really regal. I love how she's not gone for jet black and instead has gone for these jade tones. Yes. It's it's really, really cool. She looks like a cross between Maleficent and like Into the Woods. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. This is a
0: lovely look. This is amazing. I really enjoyed this. Scarlet, you're calling it. Keaton Minaj.
1: This is just really, really fun. Like, I don't think we've quite seen anything quite like this on the Drag Race uh, main stage before. Certainly not in front of RuPaul. Uh, this is fun and this is silly. This is Keita showing off some of her fun side. If I'm looking at... The, obviously, she's riding this dragon. It looks really well made. It's it's this kind of like furry puppet dragon. It's really, really cool. If I look at the more fashion-y elements, that crown is beautiful and very, mm. very beautifully made. Um, And she feels very comfortable in the Evil Queen role. It's very much part of who she is. So I think she was thinking like, I can't go for my usual Evil Queen shtick. I've done that many times. Let's give it a twist. And this was fun. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. And I love the headpiece.
0: I love the performance.
1: Yeah. I love seeing this fun side. Gothi. Oh, Gothi looks really chic. This is a very simple but effective dress. Um, she's got this um, very nipped in waist, lovely silhouette, a cape, um, these cutouts on the hips. And it's a very like velour fabric that's just gently draped over her body. She's given me very Daphne Guinness, um, even though she was a, a, a McQueen muse, obviously. It's almost like Daphne Guinness and Versace. I think she looks gorgeous. This is.
0: This is go- wow. It's quite simple, but it's chic, isn't ex- it? It's, yeah. it's so powerful, and her look here is amazing. Mm. Gothy, I will teach you how to walk. <laughs> Because you are, you should not be walking like that in, the, in this expensive, in this glamour of an outfit. I, I, and I, I do get you get coming her face is painted, from. that wig is, mm. it, she, this is, she's picture perfect.
1: It's like, yes, imagine a photo of Exactly. Her. It's like, Gothi, you are beautiful, you have great taste, just a little bit of work on that walk would take you next level. She's, oh, God, that's stunning. Okay, Marina Summers. So Marina has to explain this one to us, and I had to quickly Google, because she comes out as this kind of super villainess who is apparently called Dugong From Pokemon? Not Dugong, but, you know, like a Dugong, like a sea cow. Um, from, I think she's from a Filipino TV show called Marina. Okay. And... I mean, this is fun. It's very out of the box for Marina because we're used to seeing her all sexy and sultry and ready to dance. And so this is just something completely different. Hmm. Yeah. It's different. It's different. But is it fashion? It's different. It's fun. I mean, it, if in her world, that's an evil queen. Yeah. And and you know what? That's the beauty of culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's teaching us everything. Sharitha May this is quite lovely isn't it reminds me of that uh collect that evil disney disney villains collection by the blondes because it's oh the owl is back the owl is (laughs) the owl is back on the staff it's almost like the the spirit of the owl has possessed her it's beautifully embellished beautifully designed looks very expensive i love the feathers all around her neck she's just giving really kind of like classic old school drag with an evil queen twist the, all that smoke is causing a hazard, really, isn't it? I think that's awesome. It's a cool effect. It she really looks, is. This is really good. This is really good. God, <laughs> you don't even anymore. see her
0: anymore. Bye,
1: Charitha. That's um, a great look. The looks,
0: production the theater of it all. I mean she looks like she could be on Broadway with that. Yeah. She, she she bought her own props. She, she bought did. her own smoke machine to I mean to drag race. And this is this is okay, her. Yeah. Again, this is the most important category. The last category this is, the is drags. That counts. <laughs> the that counts. Yeah. Drags to riches. Now let's see. Let's see.
1: They had to create this from scraps. First up Hanaconda. So Hanaconda um had this storyline about being like the mouse princess and she's she's created a full gown i did notice it looked like the girls were given crinolines to create shape in their gowns and she certainly made fantastic use of that considering that she's a hot glue gun queen this looks really well put together uh it's the color palette is very colorful but you see how it's a callback to the um the prince look the first one Mm-hmm. There's Châtres and Cerise in there. I, I think that's very clever and creates a through line. She's even got the same colored hair. It's 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 crafty and she made it. I think it's, yeah, I do get where you're coming from, but it's fun. Yeah. And it's camp and that's yeah. Hannah. Next up, we have Jombers Blonde. So Jombers is serving some 80s lacroix and I totally see it. Uh, The the dress itself, I mean, it's a mini, mini dress, that one, isn't it? In a sparkly gold fabric. I mean, she could be in an ABC video or something. That looks really cool. My favorite bit is the sort of poof overskirt. I think it's a really interesting detail. I like how it's got the synergy with the poof handbag. Um, I think she looks really cool. If I were to make one little suggestion, uh, I think for more of an 80s look, with the makeup, I think she could have filled in her brows a bit more. Okay. Uh, but, uh, the I like the garage doors. Kind of bold pink eyeshadow. That's really really cool. I mean, it, it looks it looks like it was
0: made. Yeah. The straps that hold the you know the piece together
1: looks attached in a disheveled way. Some of the details are not there. Yeah. Some of the details are not there. But I. But I, she made this. She made it, and it's good. It's a lot more successful than her first. Um, design challenge and i think she deserves a lot of props for that hey hey Arancha! so Arancha is very much in character as this myspace scene queen emo kid um and she looks really really cute when i look at the dress itself i completely appreciate what she's going for because it's the punky elements with the uh with the safety pins almost giving that liz hurley versace safety pin dress a little bit um, and I love the sparkly fabric. However, I think she's another one that when you start to scrutinize the details, it falls apart just a little. Um, I, but I, I get there's the punky vibe, so it may be been intentional. I think the length's a bit awkward as well. It's very mid-shin. Uh, but I love the performance that she gave it. and I love the reference point. Yeah. Okay. Tia Coffee. Tia's uh, look in the end is different to original sketch because the sketch certainly had uh, a bodice which this does not. So she's exposing her midriff. She's got a high-waisted skirt with kind of a deliberately uneven hemline, I think, and this kind of, like, drapery around the shoulders to create a top. My favorite part is the wig because it's really, really cool and her gorgeous makeup. Um... I'm not sure about the outfit. I'm not sure about the outfit. Whether it's all coming together. The way she models it is cool. I like the movement. But when I scrutinize the details, it's like the hemline, oh, I'm not sure I like that. The the, okay. the top is basically a pile of fabric.
0: Yeah. Basically, what you're saying is that she wore the wig to the strict from the bottom.
1: Oh, what a wig. I love that it. is an amazing wig. Yeah,
0: Tom, can I just say that I'm not mad at the outfit. I, I think it's quite cute. That's fine. We can I disagree. Like. We yeah. can disagree. It looks real like, you know, um a lady in, uh, let's see, Cheshire. Cheshire? <laughs> Going to a ball. In which century? Uh, going, going to, uh, what's that ball? The, what, what's that, that big shopping mall they have there in Cheshire Chester? Oaks. Yeah, Cheshire Oaks. <laughs> she's going to Cheshire Oaks, okay, in this amazing home couture. Not haute couture,
1: home couture well, outfit. All I can say is all eyes would be on her yeah. in Cheshire yeah. Oaks. La Grande Dame. So La Grande Dame is giving me, She's well, she mentioned Charlize Theron in the Dior adverts as a source of inspo. She's giving me very um, versace As well with this gold lame, those kind of iconic '90s gold chainmail dresses. I think this is how you do drapery in an artful way. There's the it. She just does it really well with the thigh slit and the the piecing around the bust and the cutouts. Um, I just think she looks really cool. I think that she'll make anything look good.
0: I think she can just model the hat out of anything. Does that mean you don't like the garment? I think the garment's okay. It's uh, nice. I don't know how to appreciate it. I'm not
1: the. Is it supposed to be nude illusion, or you? You could say that that the if that's supposed to be nude illusion, yeah, it doesn't quite match her skin tone.
0: Yeah, see, I'm not a big fan of nude illusion because like a lot of the times I feel like people don't do it well. Mm. When I think about queens, you'd have done it well. I think about Shay aid
1: I mean, just there's no beating and that, that that nude body suit suit that she had.
0: Well, that was just amazing. That was just
1: beautiful. That was sexy. I do like the it's overall. It's nice. Look, I do that like though. that look. Yeah, I do like the look. Scarlet in me. Now, Scarlet, I think, is in a phenomenal job here. She's made an actual Cinderella ball gown. Wow. Sh- yes. I just I had to remind myself that she make this. This is what I'm talking about. Scarlet can make a dress scarlet looks fantastic i think she's pulled something really fabulous together in this like dusky baby blue velour fabric she's like zendaya at the met gala remember oh yeah. by the way zendaya this week on the the dune press tour wearing L- mugler, mugler and everything else she's been wearing oh beautiful congrats i mean scarlet envy congrats scarlet did a Bloody fantastic L- job really really beautiful so kita i think this is really cool kita comes out in a a slinky black dress and a gold sort of sleeve cape ensemble i just think the overall effect is really it also ties around to the bear yeah it's slinky it's elegant she's giving evil queen i like how she turned that spider into a headpiece this is very well done. Very, very good job, Keita. I, I'm enjoying this a lot. If I had one little suggestion, I think I could probably do without the green embellishments. I think they're a bit distracting, but that's just my taste. But overall, fantastic job. I think she looks gorgeous. Gothy Kindle. So Gothi is giving me My Little Pony, Barbie. Cindy Lauper. Yeah, uh, Rainbow Bright, all of it. Pastel Princess, and... So uh, she's another one who maybe the straps look a little bit wonky and there's a lot of ties at the back. But from the front, the dress looks cute. It's kind of body conscious, a bit of intentional ruching, a little train. Love the colours on her because it's quite unusual for Gothi, this colour scheme. Okay. But I think there are definitely a few elements in the construction that maybe aren't as elevated as some of the other girls.
0: Yeah. 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 I think that we want Gothy to we go. We really, really want Gothy to We do want well. Gothi to go far. Yeah. That we, I think, I think you're being a bit too forgiving on this because it's literally like you know when you when you try to be a mummy when you're younger yeah. and you would just wrap the fabric around your body over and over. <laughs> yeah, toilet, toilet roll.
1: Gothy did that. Okay. She did that, and she added a strap to make it look like a dress. Let's be real. Strapped, let's be real. Straps. Do you know what? It might have been better strap plus. Yeah, well, yeah. But she needed to make, she needed a him. Another girl who's done a fantastic job is Marina. Jesus and this, Christ. This is another dress that just looks like it's been brought and she's had an aquatic theme running through. Ah. I love it when the girls pull that off in a ball and it just gives them tons of extra points in my mind. Um, she has made a really, really gorgeous fishtail gown with this kind of uh tulle Around the collar, this big. She's. It's like she's riding a wave, isn't it? Yes. All oh, uh, that's the sea foam, like the sea foam underneath her dress. She looks like a, a million dollars, and the way that this velour is clinging to her body is just fantastic. Amazing job, Marina. Absolutely amazing. God, she's fierce competition. She, she, she really is. That is better than her previous design looks. I will say. um wow. Now, Taritha comes out in a colour scheme that's sort of mauve and fuchsia and lavender and all these pinks and purples. <laughs> She's got the birdcage. It has the owl dyed? Is that what that is? I missed that bit. I think overall, the dress looks fairly nicely made, but the effect is quite matronly, like it kind of ages her. It's like an old maiden kind of dress <laughs> tom should she have put it back on the rack <laughs> she, she's too, she she's too young qualified? for this dress there's something about the puff sleeve and the square neckline and just various bits and the floor length kind of skirt that's not really doing much that um it's it's not a bad dress it just lacks a little bit of jeunesse ne sais quoi and is a bit matronly on yeah her. yeah yeah I see what you mean. Okay, Tom, this is the ball. Right, well, I've done my points. I'm not going to say which which points people have, okay, because that's just boring. But I will give a bit of a hierarchy if that's okay, yeah? Yes. So my top three are going to be, in no particular order really, Scala, La Grande Dame, and Marina. Okay. Mostly based on the um, final presentations. I mm. liked um, LGDs more than you did. Yeah, I would put Keita Minaj
0: on the top. I think Keita with, is edging there for me. Uh, I, my top three would be Keita, mm-hmm. Marina, and. Um,
1: hmm. I think I've underscored Keita for her last look. Either Scarlett or La Grande. There. Yep. Okay, okay. Now who's in danger, girl? My bottom three. And it does pain me because they're all so fab. Arancha. Mm-hmm. Tia mm-hmm. and Charitha. Okay. But- I I'm there with Arancha.
0: And cause most of my points come from the final product. Mm-hmm. It would be Arancha.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hannah. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh I don't know, I really like Tia. You like Tia's more than I do. I like Hannah's more than you do. And then Charitha's final look is not for me
0: either. But then Gothi's final look is just very wrapped around. What else Here, is it about- it's, it's Hannah, Arancha, Gothi, Charitha,
1: and yeah that's my remember the the first two looks even though they don't score as highly do count for something okay i thought gothy had two really solid looks okay whereas um i think i was probably less convinced although sharitha's middle look was really gorgeous yeah it was um hannah's looks were great the other two you know do you know what stiff competition but i think we're in relative agreement about the girls who are at the top this week which Mm. is scarlett Scarlet Marina, Keita, La Grand Dame, Absolutely. something in that region. So we see what the other judges think? Okay.
0: Um our top three, which we know is Kita Minaj. Uh-huh. It
1: is La Grand Dame, and it's obviously Marina Summers. Can I just say that Scarlett Envy has a perfect track record of being safe in fashion construction challenges? And I actually think the top three here were really deserving. So I'm not going to quibble with that per se but I think Scarlett really felt quite wounded by this cuz her f- her final dress was really really stunning mm. and she was a bit like right this is never going to happen then so I did feel for her The top I- 2 who are going to be lip syncing is La Grand Dame and Keita. do you agree with that uh yeah, yeah. Mm, I re- it could have been any of those three, really. Marina's final dress was actually one of the best, but they didn't get the cultural references in her other two looks. That's what they I said. I just think basically. that they
0: didn't want her. It, be, it would have been the
1: same top two. Yeah,
0: I think they didn't want her. I think it was, they definitely wanted Keita there as someone new to be yeah. a part of the top fantasy group. But then they had to choose between La Grande Dame and Marina. And because Marina already had a win, yeah. by default, they said it's going to be La Grande Dame
1: and Keita. Both very deserving, though. There were some really great looks this week. Um, so our bottom three were actually Hannah, who was saved from the bottom two, which feels fine to me. Feels fine to me. I actually liked what she produced, but I do get what you and they meant by, yeah, looked a, a bit crafty and and whatever. Um, but our bottom two were Tritha and Arancha, which I don't really argue with. Um, mm-hmm. But I love these two. They're both adorable. Who would you save? I actually am having a really hard time deciding. I think if I go by my personal track record rather than the judges yes. so far... Um, there's very little between them. There's very little between them. I would say Cheritha. I'm gonna say my tiebreaker is what did they produce this week, and Cheritha produced a better garment. I would, I would choose Cheritha. It's just hard because they're both adorable, but I do have a real soft spot for Arancha. She's so charming.
0: The lip sync, which is you know every Tom, this is I feel like this is our era. Cascada very very much when I was I get this feeling. Uh yeah. Early uni. Yeah, I remember I remember this being like my jam when I was younger. And so um yeah, and it's Kidabanar Cascada had some bangers. There's this one in
1: Evacuate the Dance Floor.
0: Uh, That was the one
1: That was the one. This song, uh, and by the way, I think Le Garan is wearing another Kevin Germanier piece, and Kita's looks very Mugler inspired to me. I've actually posted that look before because she's put it on Instagram. Anyway, I felt like this song would be right up Keita Minaj's street Euro pop, um, and the Dutch girls usually do that so well. Tell me a little bit about what you saw.
0: I saw um, the editors. The editors going crazy. Um, behind the scenes because I I think that they cut
1: off so much of Keita. I think so too because we know she's a queen who does tricks and we only really saw one. A couple of splits and one trick. I
0: think that the lip sync was, it really was the La Grande Dame show in the sense that they were really featuring her and I think what the editing wanted me to feel and believe was that La Dame was just so so funny and comedic and she had won over the judges, which that's what I got. And yep. you know what? I agree. I, I think that she is her... her I, I, I said it before. I love that she can yes. laugh at herself. She's and a goofball. For, I, Yeah, she, I love that she can do that. But I also, at the same time, I want to see performances from both queens and i really yeah. felt that we didn't really get to see any of Keita because there was such a huge focus on mm-hmm. la Grande arm and um i know that Keita is a performer through and through and I, and I know she
1: was she was working it yeah yeah based on what we saw who do you think won this lip sync
0: i still would say kita mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think that um like Dame was just being funny on stage and i it was i, I don't you know she's just being a goof on stage and i think that there's there, there is a beauty and endearment in there
1: and mm. and that but um you can't you, it's, uh, uh, it's i don't know I, I get where you're coming from you really value like slick performance skills and passion for dance don't you I do and like when Keita she started thinks.
0: walking because when she walks, people mm. stop, and you know she she stops traffic
1: with that walk. But um, I I I just wish that I got to see both performances. Do you know what? I'm I'm on board with you. I do lean towards Keita winning, but let's see what the judges thought. No, I know that I know what the judges thought. No, but I yeah okay. They
0: they they told us with the editing by cutting off <laughs> Keita. They told us that the winner is La Dame. Should She remove all doubt though. Before we announce the winner, I've had time to digest and think. You know yeah. what? I do appreciate Le Grand Dame's comedic skills <laughs> okay. and the um, her 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 lip sync. I appreciate it, and it's unfair for me to say, "Oh, you know what? It's it, you can't be doing that and winning." This is her first time. It's our first. You know, her first time doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna give her some grace. I do have a preference for people who feel the music and perform elements of it, and that can be comedic and it come, it can come across fierce. It can come across as a comedic performance. It can come across as a sad performance. Um, I just you know and, and
1: to each their own and how they choose to experience and portray a song. So oh, okay. good girl. I would like everybody at home to please mark their calendars because Paolo admitted he <laughs> might have been wrong uh, about some of It's called growth, Tom. <laughs>
0: Try it. And on that note, La Grande Dame has won the Lip Sync. Congratulations. Congratulations,
1: <laughs> LGD. And, and she has the difficult choice of sending one of our gorgeous Spanish girls home and she chooses Arancha Castilla Mancha. I will never get bored of saying Arancha Castilla Mancha. It's lipstick. Um, so the charming... Arancha goes home, but Charitha is safe to drag another day. Yes, that's right. I don't think I'd be able to hug the person that sent me home. You'd be Fifi O'Hara.
0: I would would do a Fifi O'Hara.
1: No hugs, no hugs, guys. No hugs. I
0: would... I, w- I would hug everyone else but the person who <laughs> sent me home. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Why? Why would I hug you? I don't get it. Mainly because you're on TV, yeah, if only the, for that that's reason. the
0: only reason people hug is because they're being recorded. But I'm <laughs> telling you now, I do not like you if you've taken away my money <laughs> and my opportunity. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't like you. I don't, I
1: don't feature you. I don't want anything to do with you. But, you know, I'm a good person. Do you think we could have some sort of Fame Games, Returning Queen? Some sort I, of, hope so. yeah. I, hope I hope so. I hope so. I hope at the very least we get a stand-up challenge and all the girls are in the audience. Yeah. I like as many opportunities as possible for them to pop up again.
0: All right. Make sure everyone you join us again next week, same time. You know, one of the first podcasts out immediately. We're gonna give this time, this podcast time to simmer, mm-hmm. and then we'll release the next episode of season sixteen uh-huh. in a couple of days. So couple don't worry, times. don't worry. Okay, yeah. it's all, it's all for you. <laughs> it's all for, it's all for You're just, you. Just giving soul, yeah. are you?
1: Everything. Okay. You do. All right. Yeah. This is Bolo and Doctor Tom. We'll see you guys next time. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.